Welcome back, my friends, to the Track One Side One podcast, your unofficial start to the weekend. As ever, I'm your host, Gaz Jones. Hey. Uh, joining me for a top natter of all things musical this week is Cambridge folk punk troubadour, an all-round lush human being, Mr. Benjamin Sides. Uh, going under the moniker B-Sides, Ben has toured relentlessly like an, like an absolute road dog over the past 10 years, uh, building up a dedicated following with his passionate songwriting, raw emotive lyrics and electric stage presence. Uh, ben is a huge music lover and his tracks that he's chosen today, uh, they cover post-hardcore fury, life-affirming campfire folk punk and we both froth at the mouth when chatting about that most special of UK bands the early 21st century we're talking about fucking Reuben someone's finally picked Reuben oh so for that I thank you Ben so please join us and please enjoy our chat um, with uh, me and Ben Sides and uh, as ever I'll be back at the end just top five side ones track one you're listening to the track one side one podcast with me your host Gaz Jones Each week, a guest picks their five favorite album opening tracks, and we dissect, discuss, and debate each one. So let's put on our classics and have a little chat then, shall we? And we are live, joining me this week on the show, staring at me through my laptop screen with a very fetching Oxygen Thief t-shirt on. Looking good, my friends. <laughs> We have the greatest B-side in the land. We have Mr. Benjamin Sides. How are you doing, my friends? Hello, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm really good, mate. Really good. It's, oh. Yeah, I've been looking forward to uh, to some virtual hangs with you, mate. I'm glad we yeah. managed to finally get this sorted out. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> nice, man. I mean, before we get started with your list, mate, I mean, how, how hard was it getting it down to those final five? I mean, it is like a Herculean task. This is, like, <laughs> impo- it is impossible. Like, it just kept changing. Um, yeah, just it's like it, this has to just be like the five for this week because it just keeps yeah. changing the whole time. It's like, do I put mm-hmm. this in? Do I put that in? Uh, like, you know, and nobody wants to be the guy that's like, do you know Nirvana? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've heard a little song called Smells Like Teen Spirit, but it's, uh, it's a bit of a banger. And as much yeah. as that is the case, it's like, no, nah, we need to uh, need to move it along. All right, let's do it. Let's go on to your list, my friends. Uh, track number one. Where are we going, Ben? All right, we're going for At The Drive-In, uh, Arc Arsenal from their album Relationship Command. Wonderful. As ever, the floor is yours, my friends. Well, Where did you first hear this? You know, uh, It was actually, um, I, so I went to like music college in Cambridge at like CRC. Like it was oh, a pretty nice. terrible course, but like <laughs> the, be- the best thing was that I just met so many people with amazing... Uh, like musical tastes and so yeah my mate like I remember yeah my mate made me this album on a mixtape like when tapes were still a thing and so it just uh, just yeah blew my mind it's just incredible like as soon as that shaker starts on our arsenal it's like oh it's just a bundle of energy it's like oh what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and then the (laughs) snare kicks and it's like yes Um, and then yeah just uh, it was like I always think of it as like my my mother Simpson moment (laughs) <laughs> like, you, like you, you're, you're a Simpsons fan? Yeah, oh, massive. Who isn't, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, you know that, that the moment in the episode Mother Simpson where um, she goes to speak to Abe and he's watching American football 
Oh she, yeah, uh, and she and the guy takes the helmet off, and the, uh, the yeah. hair unfurls, and like sunshine of your love plays, and that was yeah. like the mind blow. This I feel like this album and this song was like that. That was my moment. It's like oh, mm. this is this is music, because yeah, like mm. up until that point, I think my tastes were fairly kind of mainstream. Mm. Um, and it was made all the funnier by uh, on the end of that tape it went in uh, like it ended with catacombs and then my mate had put Viva Las Vegas by Elvis Presley so it was like the next song <laughs> so just like hilarious and, like next song to have after all that like pe- like rage and energy just straight into yeah. Viva Las that's Vegas a, that's incredible <laughs> <laughs> who, who was the friend uh, his name's Tom Mouncey um, yeah uh, he lives in uh, America now but yeah, like, fair, um, fair yeah, it was terrible, um, terrible course. But yeah, just the amount of yeah. like, new music that I picked up from people mm. was just, um, mm. yeah, that's the thing I take away from that. But yeah, this, I mean, this, yeah. I mean, history has shown me that in Casino Out is probably the best at the driving album for me. But okay. I mean, I mean, when this album came out, I thought they were a new band. I mean, I, you know, because this this was that period of my life where I was still kind of, you know, it was just on the cusp of like everyone getting fully entrenched in the internet. So I was still getting all my kind of rock news from Kerrang or Melody Maker or whatever, you know, as, as everyone was back then, you know. And I remember seeing pictures uh, of them, um, like before I'd heard the music, it just just that just angry kind of Tasmanian devil-esque kind of like swirling of like Afro hair and just looking yeah, cool as fuck. And I've definitely got um, hair like that for a while. Yeah, no, same, same, same man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I remember, uh, I remember the like the legendary Jules Holland performance. That was the first time I saw them on TV when they do that incredibly awesomely out of tune gnarly as fuck version of one arm scissor and then the camera cuts away to robbie to williams, robbie williams yeah yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah and like omar uh, smashes the guitar in like 30 yeah. seconds and then picks up a yeah. shaker and just plays that and then the yeah. rest of the band are probably like oh fuck's sake. So here yeah, we go again just, yeah yeah uh, heroin will do that <laughs> yeah i know right yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i always felt a bit sorry for jim ward sometimes yeah yeah because he was kind of like you know serious kind of like I'm that emo post-hardcore musician, whatever you want to say. You know, obviously he went off and formed Sparta after that, who were like fucking incredible. Yeah, first great, man. Sparta first albums, right? Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, but yeah. this was just like, I don't know, for me, this is like Ross Robinson's like best ever production job. The way he captured that lightning in a bottle is just Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It doesn't sound like anything that came before no. it. And I I'd like no. and I loved what came before it after I listened mm. after this album. But it just that they he captured their energy. Of their like their live performances absolutely mm. perfectly and i think he said like if they you know they just he needed to capture it somehow and if they wanted to smash something then you smash something like you go for it just yeah mm-hmm. and like and omar hates this album as well which is uh, yeah which is weird like because he i think he wanted the production to be way more raw and he said mm. in an interview like recently he just can't he can't listen to it which is like absolutely shocking really it's a, it's shame. a shame really because it's it, it's such an insanely influential album one of the most influential al- albums of this century you oh, know? yeah for I mean, me it's... yeah th- this album's like top five for me mm, mm. just yeah abs- absolutely incredible 
and just yeah, it's... all the lyric, all the lyrics and stuff is is mm. absolutely insane. Like Omar uh, Cedric was listening to uh, or like reading a lot of William Burroughs at the time, mm-hmm. and that's why like none, just none of it makes sense. Where it's like no. wrapped up in it, like, uh, the lyrics, just insane. And apparently, our castle might be about Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So that's wow. what uh, that's what people are saying. But um, I've never really got that myself. But yeah, maybe I'll have to uh, have a little look through the lyrics again. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the whole album, again, like you said, just like metaphors wrapped in kind of barbed wire. And, and what was the song? Was it invalid litter department or like you know dance mm. among the corpses ashes and stuff? I just oh yeah, God. Well, yeah, that's you know. It, I mean. Just that, that was the beauty of having it like growing up with MTV too, and just like yeah, one arm scissor yeah. coming on, mm-hmm. yeah, and everyone's done that that video since of just like the the touring documentation, yeah. and it was yeah. nice. But that was the, that was the first time I'd seen it, and so it was new mm-hmm. and special to me. It was like, oh, mm. So good. How did you feel about like when they reformed? You know, do you, do you have an issue with like these kind of sort of bands? Be that be that like look, especially those kind of lauded bands from that era, you know, like at the drive-in. You know, Pixies uh, refused. Obviously, another huge, hugely influential band that reforms. I mean, I mean, I mean, at the drive-in, they they did do like an album. Was it about five, six years ago? Now, I really liked it. I mean, it it, it seems to have got like it got a fucking kicking in the press. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. You know. it, everybody wanted relationship with command parts. Yeah, well, like they ain't gonna fucking happen though, is it? Happen, so, say, especially right. when. You know, you don't have Jim Ward, and you know everyone's moved yeah. on from that yeah. sound, and everyone's kind of matured a bit, and they don't yeah. want to do that again. And so, no. yeah, it was, it's difficult, man. Like, it's a bit of a double-edged sword for me because they that album came out, and then they just went on hiatus, what felt like immediately. So I missed them. I never saw them yeah, live same, the first same. time. So uh, for me, it was kind of great because I could go and see them finally, yeah. and like seeing them was amazing, and I felt. Like as a lot of people did, felt disappointed. Did you like? Did you catch him on that run? Like it's just because Omar stood with his back to the crowd the whole yeah. time. Everyone's like, ah, oh, it's the money, it's the money. But apparently, his, his like mum or something had died like a week before tour started or something. Wow. So like, not really, not really in the place for this, lads. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. But he, he yeah. kind of wasn't playing the album. He was. He felt like everyone else was playing the album, and he was noodling constantly, like constant solos. It's like mm. this isn't this isn't what we signed up for. But I saw him again a couple of years later, and it was yeah, it was the album, and it was special, and everyone was banging to it, and it was yeah, it was mm. yeah. Like I went with a few mates, and one of them was like, "I don't think I've seen you smile this much ever." <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's it's a wonderful feeling, like you know the. These bands that you were into when you were younger and obviously, you know, never got to see live, whoever that may be, you know, refuse at the drive-in, whoever. And when they do reform and, you know, you always hope maybe one day they'll fucking reform. And, you know, and when they do, like you say, just that that feeling of like love and that big fucking Cheshire grit, Cheshire yeah. cat smile, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, yeah. It's an amazing thing. It's happened to me a few times and it's, yeah, it's it's wonderful. I I feel like most shouldn't reform unless it is all of the original members Mm. to kind of recapture it if you can recapture it. But like so many reform and like fall out or like, you know, they're missing a member like, yeah, like Jim Moore. Yeah. Yeah, So it's it's difficult, man. Like I I was disappointed when the Pixies came back just because I think I was in that place of like, oh, I shouldn't, you, you know, you can never do it twice. Mm. Um, I never went to see him, and I I uh, kind of listened to the new stuff maybe once. And I was like, yeah, maybe just should have left that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that I mean, 
I've watched a lot of like live stuff on the TV, like with the pixies, especially. They can still do it live, man. It's you know, it's, it's okay. You know, the, the lit, when they reformed and they, they headlined Reading in I don't know when it was, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, something like that. I remember watching that on TV and going, yeah, they can still fucking do it, you know. But yeah, the new kind of material, yeah. which is why I I I, I hope to fucking God that Rage Against the Machine never do a new album because, my God, it will be fucking awful and it will yeah. destroy everything. The world will end then. I think that'll be it, <laughs> you know, because I have I've no issue with, with like, Faith No More and all these kind of bands when they reform. I think it's fucking great. Why not? You know, no one makes any money out of recorded music anymore, so why not get your ass out there and play shows? Ben, what are the, what are the characteristics that, that make a great opening track? You know, what turns you on? I think I think that's like it's such a hard thing to answer because it can be anything. I think there's like there's so many there's so many albums that open, you know, and it's just it's it's turned up to eleven from the word go, and and that is kind of I think of what is the perfect album opener, it, yeah, just something that goes you know balls to the wall straight out the gate. But mm. there's there's so many of my favourite albums that open with you know a little instrumental. And so that's what I like. I had to discount so many of those albums that I love because <laughs> they've got like a little vibe track at the start or, yeah. you know, or there's a, you know, there's tracks that aren't representative of the rest of the entire album. Like yeah. um, uh, for Martha, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. And it's just, and that's yeah. a beautiful track and it's, it's yeah. a slow track, but it like, and it's like nothing to do with the rest of the album. It doesn't nope. fit kind of, but it's an amazing song. Um, but then you've got like Buckley with like Mojo Pin, and that is literally kind of like little bits of the album all in one song, essentially. Yeah. But there's so many vibe tracks that I that I love, and so it's yeah, it was really difficult to yeah. I was like, can you can we discount the vibe track and have the next one as track one? <laughs> I was like, oh, I just felt like I was cheating, so I just avoided it. <laughs> so I, I've literally had like begging conversations with people going please can i can i choose track two because technically it's the first <laughs> song and i'm like well you know you know the no, no. problem is it you know i could say no and be and be like you know fucking little wanker and they're like right fuck it i'm not doing your podcast i'm like no no come back come back, come back. no please that, it's fine it's fine rules rules are rules rules are rules <laughs> Rules are also meant to be broken because you know fight the power and all that. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, track number two, Ben. All right, uh, it is I knew uh, Proofrook before he got famous by Frank Turner from Love Iron Song. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to bet this is quite an influential one for you in terms of uh, your music and stuff. Well, yeah, it's just it's a it's a beautiful song and it's mm. it is a perfect opener. It's mm. yeah, beginning at the beginning. We're literally beginning at the beginning. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it's a, like a personal song, and I think it, I think it's a very relatable song in terms of mm. you have you have you know everyone's had you know how long have we been in music now? We've seen a lot of people kind of uh, make it or kind of get close, or mm. that we're the ones that well, aren't so much, but we're still having yeah. a great time doing what yeah. we're doing. But where you know we're seeing people get big and stuff, and it's, it's awesome to see. But at the same time, mm. yeah, you're the ones. Getting the rounds in with the coppers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, man, just it's a it's a, a poem by T.S. Eliot, isn't it? Like uh, about mm -hmm. Proofrook. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, uh, about a guy who doesn't uh, act on his inner desires. And, mm. you know, it's yeah, it's just a beautiful song. I mean, I, I, I Frank's one of the few people that I've seen go from 
I mean, obviously, like followed him from Million Dead. Yes. Yeah, um, so from going to playing tiny, tiny venues to playing in arenas, and it's, mm. it's you know, like I know him a little bit. Um, mm. I, I, I call him a mate, but like, it's just lovely to see someone do do that. And mm. you know, I've 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 sung this song, you know, fist in the air, tears in my eyes, kind of thing. You know? <laughs> so it's an it's an emotional song for me. I don't mind saying that. <laughs> But yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. I think. Is this your favourite Frank Turner album? I think it is. I think it's got to be. Mm. Really, mm. it's just. I mean, I, I love all his stuff generally. Mm. So yeah, it's just. I think he's a, he's a wonderful songwriter, and mm. yeah, I just, I think he's so consistent and li- like lyrics. The lyrics on this song are incredible. The the last mm. bit where it's like life is about love, la- uh, last minutes and lost evenings, about fire in our bellies and our furtive little mm. feelings, and the aching amplitudes that set our needles all a flickering, help us to remember that the only thing that's left to do is live. Is an absolute bastard of a line. It's like oh, I wish yeah. I'd written that. I wish I'd written. Yeah, that. right. I'll, ne- I'll never write something like that. That's too good. <laughs> I mean, guess it's, um, you know, but we're just going to spend the next five minutes just quoting lyrics, but like, you know, skirting around the edges of the ideal demographic, we're almost on the guest list, but we're always stuck in traffic. Yeah, Fucking exactly. brilliant. Yeah, genius. Exactly. Yeah, it absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, I always, I always knew he was, a, you know, a, a very kind of wordy lyric, you know, lyricist, because obviously, yeah, being into, um, I mean, I was, I was a huge Millie Dead fan, saw them yeah, like same, three same. or four times, you know, they were fucking incredible. I remember a friend of mine who lived in London and, and like even when Frank was still in Million Dead, he was doing like these he was doing like like the old kind of like solo, like shambolic kind of solo gig yeah. at, at like Rough Tribe Records or or some like little like you know, punk rock all day and stuff. Yeah, towards and, the end, um, yeah. And it's mad to think that, you know, like the start of this album, you know, he was he was still I mean I, I saw him in Cambridge just before this album came out. Hmm. Um, or, or around about the time it came out, uh, he played yeah. at the Barfly. Um, yeah, it was I, great. You I know. missed that show. There were two yeah. shows on that night. I was yeah. opposite seeing um, the Tupelo Ghost. Ah, <laughs> I, went to, I, see. I went to see Parish's Band. And yeah, I yeah, yeah. I went with a mate and I was like, oh, we, uh, I was saying to a mate, it's like, oh, we can do both. We can do both. We can go see Parish's mm. Band and then we can nip mm. across the road and then we'll yeah. see Turner. And um, yeah, it just didn't happen. So. I saw him. Yeah, I did, was... see him there, did see him there like a few years later, but yeah, I, I think it... I might have seen Frank play more than anyone ever. I think that he's my most seen okay. artist. And I, I love the fact that you know, within what a year or so of this album coming out, you know, he 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 was headlining headlining his own show at fucking Wembley Arena. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, well, yeah, a few, a few you years know, was after it, that, but yeah, 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 was it was it like the Beans on Toast, Screw This Pit, uh, Billy Bragg, yeah. and Frank Turner's yeah. not bad night out. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't get to that show. I went. I went no, to the, the, the show before the, the that mm. was called the night before Wembley at the, yes. um, at the Barfly actually um, mm. in in London. And uh, mm. the, the there was a special guest that nobody knew about, and it was Billy Bragg. So I got to see Billy Bragg play at the Barfly, which you don't see every day. So no, no, right? That's incredible. That pretty special. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he, he? He was supporting Green Day like solo at Wembley Stadium as well. I think around about yeah, this, yeah, around about this sort of all, or was the album after this? Was that Poetry and Deeds? Poetry and the Deeds? Yeah, it was, it was around that sort of time. Yeah, was doing that thing. and um, yeah, he, I think he did like a whole kind of like stadium tour with Green Day. Yeah, um, which is crazy. I, I'm sure I remember bad. him saying like that he like in America he wasn't going down too well with the, the old Green mm. Day fans, but yeah, um, 
Yeah, he's doing, well, yeah, he's doing all right for himself. He's one. He's one. He's one of the good guys, man. And his yeah. his cover of um his cover of Dancing Queen that he does with Jonah Matranga yeah, just man. just fills me with so much fizzy joy. Yeah. I went, well, I went to see him play at the Barfly um years ago before the first album came out. And he was that night. He was recording the last track on the first album, uh, Sleepers for the okay. Week, um, yeah. so he could get the audience version. And um, he played Dancing Queen. And before he started it, he said, "If you don't know, if you if you think that you don't know the the lyrics to this song, you're a fucking liar." Yeah, because <laughs> everybody does. Everybody knows. <laughs> and if you say you think ever a shit, I'm I, well, a I'm not going to be friends with you, and b <laughs> you're lying. Oh, so you're super pumped for the reunion, right? Oh my! Do you know what? I I really am. I I, really? I, can't, I really, yeah, man. It's, you know, am I going to go? No. <laughs> Just, you know, I don't want to see holograms. You know, if if I if, yeah, that's weird. You know, if if, if I want to hear Abba played live, I'll go and watch you on again. Is the importance of the opening track of an album uh, as we first knew albums is when we were starting to obsess over them when we were like teenagers? Do you think that importance of like an incredible opening song is something that's been lost in this era of, um, you know, Spotify and YouTube and quick fix and all this kind of stuff. Do you, do you think people still kind of give a fuck about it? I think it's hard to say, you know, like for me, like I can only speak as kind of the way that I interact with music and being a musician. Like I, it's, it's, it's so important to me. I, I, it's something that I think about all the time, like when I'm writing an album or the way, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's, to, it's really important how it starts for me you want that kind of you want that banger to start or you want I mean I've kind of done two albums as b-sides now and the first one was straight in the second one had that kind of uh, pretentious vibe track and before the album starts <laughs> it's like um uh, yeah um so I, it's just it's yeah it's a hard one you know like I, I should probably speak to my nephews about it and see what they if they listen to albums front to back because I, st I still do it, man. Like I still, I still listen to to, to um. That's the only way you can, it can grow on you. I feel like, yeah. even when I and I do from my sins use Spotify, but I use it in the same way as I I used to use back in the day, like illegal downloading. Like if I, I'll, I'll I'll listen to the album, if I like the album, I'll still buy it, and then I'll yeah. stick it in the car or whatever because I've I've got a shitty car, and so um, the only thing I can do is listen to CDs front to back, and and it, but it's perfect for that, and then. I don't drive too much, <laughs> but um, when I do, you know, you're going to spend time with an album, but I, I will still do that on like my commute or whatever. Something, mm. you know, you do have your playlists and you do hit shuffle, but sometimes, yeah, you just got to hit an album front to back. I did it today. Listen to an old Soul Wax album. Um, yeah, oh, just, which one? Which one? Um, uh, well, my favorite one, Much Against Everyone's Advice. <sighs> so yeah, it, and that, that was- What an album. Conversation in the nearly was nearly on my top yeah. five, uh, in my top five as well because it's so it's so good, but that album is uh, unreal. Like it's, yeah. it's still it still holds up, man. It's like 20, 21 years old, yeah. uh, no twenty two years old, and it's, mm. it's still yeah, it's like, still oh. so good. But yeah, I just had a had a hankering for it today, so it had to go on. Wonderful. Well, yeah, man. Yeah, I, yeah I, still, I still think it's. It's so important, and I know people have said on the podcast, you know, you, back in the day, you go into HMV or wherever, and you spend fifteen quid on the album, and you're going to make sure that you love that yeah. album. <laughs> you yeah. get, I want exactly. to get my goddamn's money's worth, but um, yeah, I, I still do that. I still, I still do it. Track number three. All right, okay. um, going for uh, "I Saw the Dead" 
by villagers on their album Becoming a Jackal. Mm. Which is an an eerie one, and that's what I love about it. And it's uh, yeah. another song with a fantastic narrative, I think. Mm. Just kind of the the first couple of lines just kind of suck you in. But the the piano is just gorgeous, I think. And just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you just but it's just, you're just on edge the whole time and yeah. Mm. Beautiful um the strings as well, just yeah. Is he is he is he is so is, is he talking to us? It's like he's in your ears, like he stood next mm. to you. Like, mm. if you got just a minute, it's like are you are you are you talking to me? Like over your shoulder. I don't know what's going on. But you're kinda you're kinda trapped, but you kinda you also want to see where this is going. Mm. And so yeah, mm. it's just it's yeah, I just I just love that sense of eeriness. It's almost like a horror movie in, in yeah. some form of like mm. I, I don't I don't know where this is going. And I you know, you're waiting for the jump scare or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's but that's, it's just yeah, that. it's got kind of like a like this beautiful build of as the instruments are introduced. Mm. It's just it's it's the perfect build of 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 that of that song, and it's it's it, like, he produced it himself. The, the singer produced it. Wow. Which I mean, it went on to win awards. Like one, I think it but did it win the Mercury Music Prize, I think, or something. And it was their debut album. Mm. Mm. Um, it's I mean, it's, it is a great album front to back. I think it's, it's it is a good one. I don't know if I don't know if you're a fan. I don't know if you've heard it. Before. It's 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 not something. Well, I remember the name. Um, but when like when you sent your list through, obviously you know listening to it, I had heard this song before. Okay. Um, there's, um, I came across an incredible um, version. I think he recorded last year, like during lockdown, just like him at a piano, like at his piano in his house. I guess I assume it's his oh, house. Okay. And I've not just, heard that. And, and, and if anything, it's even more haunting and edgy. You know, oh, it's. I'm gonna um, have to track that down now. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll chuck you the YouTube link over. Please man. Do, it's, man. Um, Please do. Yeah, it's just, it's just so eerie. Just yeah, it just there's something about it that 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 vibe and I, that I guess that proves that you know that the opening song doesn't need to be the banger just straight in. No. It's just mm. that, that that perfect build. Um, yeah, just just a perfect introduction to an album. I think. I didn't realize that it was released on it was released on kind of Domino Records. It's, this is quite different for what Domino usually release. You know, be that mm. Arctic Monkeys or like Franz Ferdinand or. Yeah, yeah, animal collective not, it's not pop bangers yeah. or like you know no it's, no it's it you know. that huge commercial appeal so yeah no, it, is a, it is a bit of a yeah uh, a random one for them to uh to put out it's, it's almost like lips to the mic kind of recording yeah like yeah, yeah that's what's yeah it's like it was that uh, like outrageously kind of close mic'd mm. like you say it's kind of like it's like he's there in your ear i haven't listened yeah. to this in headphones but i really think i need to yeah oh mate <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah do that it's yeah it's and, and like yeah get and if you haven't already like check out yeah just listen to the album from start mm. to finish because it's um it is a great album it's yes yeah, it's, 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 it's something that you know possible because when did this come out uh 2010 2010 yeah yeah i think at the, at the time I, i'm trying to think I, I certainly really wasn't listening to anything kind of like this this is this is something that's yeah. This is like a proper bit of me as to where I am these days. Okay. I suppose I mean in 2010 I was I was spending most weekends like DJing in rock clubs in Peterborough. So, you know, all I was listening to was was I don't know just just smelly men requesting Iron Maiden, <laughs> you know. So and, and, and having having to play Break Stuff by Limbiscuit, otherwise you know the bar would close early. 
you know as you're getting broken yeah exactly right yeah yeah oh i miss those days not really <laughs> well yeah man like 2010 yeah i don't think it was really what i was kind of listening to either but a friend put me onto it yeah and i was just kind of from that opening piano i was just sucked in mm. just you can't you can't turn it off you need you need to know you need to know what's happening yeah. I mean, just, so did you hear it at the time did you or yeah, I guess so. I, yeah, yeah. I think it. Yeah, he he kind of gave me a stack of albums at the time. It's like, right, mm. you need to listen to this. You, you need to listen to these. Like, so I think it. Yeah, like that. That was in there. Hold steady. We're in there because I hadn't heard of the hold steady at the time. Oh, wonderful. So, yeah, just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another amazing narrative songwriter. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, I, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd give my right arm to write. You know, lyrics like. Um, Chips Ahoy by oh, Holsteady. Yeah. Came in six lengths ahead. We spent the whole next week getting high. <laughs> Wonderful. I love it. Even on the even on the last album, um, the first, mm. was it the first? I can't remember what it's called now. The first single they put out from the new album. Perfect. Per- mm. Like perfect narrative of yeah, mm. like him meeting up with an old friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just and it's and it, but it's eerie as well. It's yeah, it's really mm. that's that's a kind of yeah, really. Uh, like kind of little bizarre kind of ref that builds and yeah it's yeah awesome you know as a as a you know singer songwriter um you know frontman um all around sex god yeah thanks yeah you can quote me for that you know it's not my words lynn it was a gaz jones um you know I, how, how hard did you find you know the lockdown periods in terms of like you know not being able to kind of do gigs um did it did it kind of stifle the creativity that were you still like picking up the guitar regularly yeah i mean i i i was um i started doing live streams every week um because yeah um me and a few friends were doing kind of like our friday nights um like doing one live stream after another so i'd go on at mm. go on at six um yeah. i make jake martin would go on seven to eight and then gaz brookfield would be on eight to nine actually no that's the one way around but um mm. yeah and so um just play you know playing to your phone essentially which is really yeah. really odd um but yeah. fun and you still get to interact and i got my housemate and uh, good buddy cal in to uh to uh be in the background do some harmonies read out the comments mm. on the internet and so like it was like it was a really good community spirit so mm. that that was awesome that part of it was absolutely great and like that kept us going and it, but you know we've had a lot of nice things um said from uh people who watched to you know kind of kept their spirits up in kind of when you're faced with the same day every day when you know it's mm. like um we always knew at least it was friday when we had a live stream and so yeah it kept yeah. us going and that was that was awesome and, you know i've only got like a few albums and so you know there's only you think people get bored of hearing the same songs or like they were <laughs> requesting songs each week or i'd learn a stupid yeah. cover um yeah. i've learned a lot of yeah um funny songs during this lockdown it's been but it's been but that's been fun because that's kind of kept me kind of my um yeah i am for for learning covers and stuff and it just mm. you know anything you can do to make people smile in what is essentially a, a, a shit time but yeah, yeah. i mean I, it totally did stifle my creativity and i really struggled to write um yeah. which has sucked tremendously um, yeah. but i but i also didn't want to I didn't want to write a lockdown song 
um and fair like fair no. play to people that have no. um i get it like people need to get get it out and so but i, I don't want to be reminded of this situation like what do you do like <laughs> when you get back and you're playing uh you know get back to playing regular gigs are you going to play the lockdown songs and remind people no, of that time and so of course not so i don't uh, yeah i don't know what people are going like my mate gaz brickfield who um we were streaming with he's written a whole lockdown album and so wow. yeah I don't, I don't know what his plan is for uh when he plays it live or if he will play it live um yeah oh yeah i just i i you know i it wasn't for me i just i'm I'm always inspired by things that happen every day, but nothing mm. was happening. <laughs> no, no. Every, every day, nothing no. was happening. So what do you write yeah. about? And, you know, I've got, uh, I mean, I was, I was slowly writing, but, you know, I'm a slow writer anyway, but it's it kind of slowed the process to almost to a halt. And so mm. I'm kind of, I'm getting the ball rolling again now, like from the start of the year when things have been mm. kind of looking up. Um, yeah, I've been diving back into uh, to, to picking up the guitar a bit more, not just for live streams and, um, and getting the lyric book out again uh, mm. and like yeah going back into phone notes and seeing um, so, if there's anything you know it's, it's, not, it's such a good feeling when you look through a phone note and you're just like oh actually that's all right that stood the test of time <laughs> <laughs> normally you scroll through these phone notes like that oh what was I thinking oh that's yeah terrible. yeah it, oh, it, it delete it delete <laughs> <laughs> But you'll find, you know, you you find you know, in in amongst that, you might find a little uh, a little bit of uh, what you might think is gold, and so hopefully you can kind of build on something there. But yeah, it's been, you know, it's been a very odd kind of eighteen months with that sort of thing. But yeah, the live streams were were a real, a real uh, positive during this straight line. And people have said afterwards, even though you know we're going back to gigs, they're like, oh, can we? You know keep the live streams going and, which is really nice it's been yeah, yeah. it's cool man so yeah we, we will do that occasionally because it still nice. makes us laugh even if it's just nice. us doing it. <laughs> exactly right yeah right. uh track number four all right i've gone for no one wins the war by ruben from race car is race car backwards yes <laughs> ruben yes, yes. Exactly. Yes. I was uh, so happy about this. Here we go, Ben. Here we go. What a band. What an album. Oh what my song. god. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. It's the I mean, it's a perfect start. Straight yeah. in. Bit of a, mm -hmm. a bit of a drum fill, straight in. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Yeah. What more what more could you want? And so yeah, just uh, you know, it is an absolute banger. It's a song about growing up and kind of realizing who you are and um you know, uh, I don't know if you heard the. Um, did you listen to uh, Race Car is very fast? I have Race Car is very yeah. I, I have it on double vinyl, just over there somewhere. Did you, Did you listen to the commentary track that he put out? Uh, no. So yeah, no. on spot on Spotify. Ah, yeah. oh, lovely. Ooh, look at, look at, look at that. Uh, uh, what a couple of albums they are. Yeah, and uh, I always I always forget it's, it's got that on the other side as well. Ah, it's, nice. Uh, yeah. 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 I totally forgot. I, I, I drunkenly pre-ordered it one night, and it was like the greatest surprise ever. I, I, you know, yeah. I love. I was that. so I chuffed that. that I did it. Drunk ordering is the best. It's like a little oh, and it just... you didn't realize you were getting. Fuck! I've, I've, I've done that so much over the last. <laughs> <laughs> a present from you to you. It's nice. Yeah, oh, exactly. I, hey. I deserve yeah. this. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, and there's like the there's the line in the song about hell is for heroes yeah, yeah. um and they it was written before they went on tour with hell is for heroes 
And oh, then, well. <laughs> uh, and apparently they, um, I think he said in the commentary track, like when they went on tour with them, they'd change that lyric every night of their tour to be about something they'd kind of learn about Hellas for Heroes or just like oh, something, wow. something, something like funny that, you know, yeah. to take the piss out of the band on the night and just, yeah. Amazing. Like I, yeah, it was, it was just one of those albums I, I grew up with. And you know, that them and like Jet Plane Landing, 100 Reasons. Oh, and, like, God, yes. It was just this incredible time for British guitar music. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was, it's just, it's unbelievable. And like, it's so long as well. Like it's a long album, those guys. Yeah. Backwards. But yeah, I know, I know that he's, he's always kind of disappointed. Like Lemon, that it's, it's the album that resonates most, even now with yeah. like his solo mm. stuff. But to me, this is the album, and he he always says like, "Oh, maybe we shouldn't have put this track on and this track." It's, no, it's I think it's perfect. Mm. I, I absolutely adore this album. It's it's a sign of of how strong their material was at the time. When I mean, well, my my favorite song for this period isn't even on this album. I remember being really gutted and buying the album, and then realizing that "Scared of the Police" wasn't on it. I, I was like, "What the fuck?" Because like "Scared Scared of the Police," right? Because <laughs> when I was like, I first got Sky Digital. So it ago for MTV2 basically, like every other fucker did in like 2002 yeah. or whatever. We all got Sky Digital and it was just it was just MTV2 all the time. Occasionally you'd switch over to Kerrang if there was adverts on because Kerrang TV started at the same time. And when Kerrang TV yeah. start, first started, it was fucking great. Um, <laughs> but at MTV2, I just remember the video of Scared of the Police just being on all oh, yeah, the time. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, and I look back now, and I love the fact it's grainy, it's DIY's fuck. They, mm. it, it, Jamie made the fucking video himself, you know, <laughs> that song. And I remember um, going to see them at the boat race uh, a couple of times. Um, and then, because it, it, it seemed like it took forever for the album to come out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I just remember buying it and, like, you know, chucking it in a CD player in the car. Mm. And, yeah, it's it like... I went scared of the police. I was scared of the police to be there. No scared of the police. I was just so no. fucking gutted. Well, they recorded, like, recorded, yeah. recorded it twice, hadn't they? Yeah, I know. I did, I, did, I did. The second version was a bit shit. I, I much prefer the original. With the like the extended intro one. Was that the one? No, the the re-recording was the one with the extended intro. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, no, wasn't, I wasn't doing wasn't it for you. No, no it's not. Not, I want the same. But, but I mean. Like you said, that 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 time, like 2002, 2003, from British guitar music, you know, 100 Reasons, Funeral for a Friend had just started, mm. um, to, yeah, um, X is Loaded, Ocean Size, Jet Plane Landing. Oh, Ocean Size, another, you know, another one. Fucking unbelievable. Because mm. Effleurette oh, is like one of my Oh, that album. Well. Oh, yeah, same, so, same for same, me. That, Fucking unbelievable, that album. But yeah, again, it's another vibe track open. So it's like, oh, yeah, I know. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, but that, uh, but, that album uh, is special. But for me, I, I don't know. The older I've got, the more I realise that I my favourite Ruben album is the second album. Very really? fast, very dead. Yeah, it's my, oh, wow, my favourite okay. Ruben album. I, uh, I don't know if it's just like... Favorite. Really? I think so. Wow. I was, having a, I was having like a, a like a semi-argument with someone about this a few months ago. Um, I think we could be having a full argument about this now, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I think I think it might be the production because there are like there's so many good tunes on that second album. Yeah. There's something about I don't know if it's the guitar sound or whatever because obviously they they bought it was their mate who produced 
race car and they bought yeah. him equipment for yeah. for him to use but yeah. it sounded massive it sounded like a proper album like it wasn't you know it was diy recorded but yeah. it doesn't sound diy it sounds massive yeah, um, and does. then they recorded the second one properly with a like you know a real producer or like yeah. a, known, a known producer yeah it was uh, chris chris sheldon man yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly but there's something about it that kind of to me like it's a bit it's a bit flat sounding or like yeah i don't know Oh, okay, I, I I love it. It's just it's just yeah, yeah. heavy as fuck. Like oh, there's lo yeah, there's no. loads there's loads more drop D riffs on the second album. I think yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I prefer it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, and, it's like oh yeah. I mean, it, it is an incredible album. Still, don't get me wrong. Mm, I am in mm. no way slagging this album. No. But, I mean, no. when you're saying top three, you know, which which three album, you know, in order of which three albums yeah. you want by Ruben, that's it. Yeah. You know, that's an impossible task anyway. Yeah. They're all, they're yeah. all great. Yeah, they're all, they're all three are classics. Um, yeah, man. So, and I, I was so, I was so glad when he kind of because Ruben had just gone and uh, you know I I know there was a lot of a lot of kind of shit went down and all that and yeah, yeah. you know but I only found out about that many years later and stuff and I was always just like oh fucking Ruben if only they had the opportunities that like Funeral for a Friend had when all these other bands got signed to major they all had big major deals. Ruben were like one of the only ones, and yeah, even fucking Raging Speedhorn got a major label deal for fuck's sake. Ruben <laughs> never did, you know. Well, um, was, he was he was saying that the they they extra mile formed off the back of them trying to find a label. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were shopping yeah. it, and they couldn't yeah. find it, so their yeah. press council became extra mile to put yeah. it out. Because yeah, know, it's, yeah it's, just, it's mad. Yeah. And, but I was I was so happy when. When you know there were these rumblings that you know Jamie Lemon was going to be start doing music again, and um, yeah. his second album is it uh, De Devolver? Yeah, it Devolver? came out four yeah. years ago today. Wow, it's happy great. birthday, Devolver! Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's my favorite um, of his solo stuff. So oh, yeah, 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 but yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. That track is it, uh, Don't Know Anything, yeah, yeah. Uh, it starts with that uh, dum dum. Dum, 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 <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so funky that baseline. It's like a it's yeah. like a John Deacon fucking Queen baseline. It's so <laughs> yeah. funky. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah perfect. Nice. Yeah. He's yeah, an absolute yeah. Jamie Lemon is an absolute fucking genius, and he yeah. always gives the best interviews. He's funny as fuck. Yeah, incredible live, just incredible. And it's it's one yeah. of the unsung songwriting geniuses from this country. I do genuinely yeah, I think, think so. that. I do genuinely think that. Yeah. I saw I saw him play uh, saw him play the other week. He went to uh, Lost Evenings, um, Frank Turner's oh, like, yeah, yeah. in Camden, and yeah. uh, he was doing one of the days. So I was like, "Well, got to go to that." Um, yeah. So yeah, and he was he he um he played no one no one wins the war actually like he throws really in, yeah yeah because like, every time yeah. I've seen I've seen him a few times with like uh, since he's been back like whether it was with the heavy mellow band or yeah. uh, now it's just him and a drummer. Um, right wow um yeah it's, but he goes through like guitar and bass amps and stuff so he's yeah. doing everything um wow. so i was i but i didn't see him playing no one wins the war so i was i yeah i was elated um I and um i saw him at 2000 trees uh, a couple mm. of years ago and he was playing then and guy from ruben came out to play yeah. no one wins the war no way so, yeah I was like, oh, that's amazing awesome i was just wow. yeah biggest biggest stupidest grin on my face mm. like yes this is happening <laughs> what, yeah this, this is happening before we go on to your final choice mate just want to quickly say that obviously we can't play uh any of the old tunes on the podcast due to um my best friends and your best friends the glorious copyright police hello police <laughs> you're out there 
and obviously what I do is I do a, an accompanying Spotify and YouTube uh, playlist so people can uh, have a listen to your five choices, Ben, and uh, concur that they're absolute cast iron fucking bangers, mate. This has been wonderful. So uh, with, without further ado, mate, let's bring it on home. What's your final track? All right, I've gone for uh, The Modern Lapper by Frightened Rabbit off um, The Midnight Organ Fight from mm. 2008. Um, and it's incre- It's just... It's the song that started my unrelenting passion for this band. Just, yeah, it's just, they're, they're a, a real special band. Mm. Um, and it, actually, this was another one of those albums that my mate gave me to listen to um, when he gave me that pile of albums. And it's just, okay. it's, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just a ridiculous song, you know, about self-loathing, depression, self-destruction kind of stuff. Mm. And, but front to back, it's just, that this whole album again is is ridiculous. Are you are you are you a frightened rabbit fan? Oh, massively, massively. How long ago was it that he because he, he passed away, right? He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was really my that was my Bowie. Uh, Grant, mm. yeah, um, mm. I can't. Um, God, uh, you have to cut this because I can't remember what his name is. Uh, Scott Hutchison. Scott Hutchison, um, yeah. He, yeah, Scott was my Scott was my Bowie. Like that was my mm. Bowie moment when because he'd gone missing. Um, yeah, and yeah. then I, I went on a I went on a stag do of all things, and then um, <laughs> and we got the news when I was on my on this stag do for my mate, and I just broke down. Oh and just, man, I absolutely lost it. Like, so I, I always wanted to meet the guy, just even to say, you know, just thanks. Thanks, so, uh, amazing, yeah. incredible yeah. music. Um, and so everyone else on the day was just like, what's what's the deal with this dude? What's 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 wrong with his eyes? Why isn't he having fun? Just because, yeah, mm. just you know, he's one of those guys you feel you felt like you you knew him, um, just because it's his lyrics are so intensely personal that you, yeah. yeah, you feel like you you know everything about him, and so yeah, I just wanted to meet him once. Just uh, he just seemed like that perfect person to have a drink with or a night out with, just to kind of, yeah. just to yeah, just uh, yeah, spend a bit of time in his company, like see, you know, just. Just to say, yeah, like I say, just to say thank you. Just, and he's he's one of the without, yeah, doubt, like one of the finest lyricists, I think, uh, from from you know the last twelve so twelve or so years. Just it, mm. like, his lyrics are absolutely insane, absolutely, yeah, crazy. Is that you in front of me coming back for even more of exactly the same? You must be yeah. a masochist to love a modern leper on his last leg. Oh. Yeah, uh. oh, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, but there's, there's so there's so many of those lyrics on mm. all of the albums that are just I wish I'd written that. Wish I'd written that. <laughs> just everything. even like love like the the way that he constructs like the melodies on the guitar, like the way he plays the guitar, especially like, it's, it's, it's like it's, it's almost like fucking James Hetfield. It's all furious downstrokes. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Some of it's yeah. Some of it's a bit more um, yeah involved. Mm. um but it's it's all yeah it's it's yeah the me- melodies are incredible he's just he's mm. actually oh well the band have put out a lyric book of his all his work oh really wow uh, in the last few weeks so i'm i need to get me a copy of that um yeah have a little read through and yeah uh and appreciate um all of his work because yeah it is crazy but yeah just this this is a song that sparked it oh just 
yeah they're, 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 I think they're a very special band. I got, I'm very mm. pleased that I got to see them quite mm. a few times at festivals nice. and venues throughout before before everything happened, really. Because, mm. um, you know, you, you sit on bands sometimes because you just presume, mm-hmm. oh, they'll always be about. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I'm glad, glad yeah. to see it. So. Ben, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you so much for having us on, man. It's a, I'm, I love the podcast. I've, I've told you uh, many times already, but yeah, like ever since uh, ever since you had old uh, old man Boom on, um, yeah, I've been listening every week, and so yeah, yeah, it's a it's a great podcast, um, and it's just awesome to see yeah and hear like so many people's choices, and um, and then yeah, like get into you know whatever in the list and be like, oh, I was gonna pick that, I would have picked that, <laughs> oh, damn it. What, oh. yeah. And then, like, did yeah. I pick that now? Like, I was listening to Matty Moon's one the other week. I was like, ah, oh, a little discouraged. I was going to pick that. Okay, yeah. right. Strike that off the list. Right, that's another one gone. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's oh. awesome, man. Like, you're doing a great job. So, keep up the good work. And it's been awesome to, uh, yeah, awesome to have this catch up with you, man. And there we go, people. See, Ben's one of the good guys, man, and I'd love it if he'd all go and give his incredible songwriting and his um, his incredible music a listen. It's on all the all the usual channels, uh, your YouTube, your Spotify's, your iTunes, all the organised criminals. <laughs> or even better, get yourself down to a B-size gig, go and buy a CD, tell them gas sent you. And uh, thanks ever so much, mate, for a, a lovely old chat, and uh, thanks to all you lot out there for listening. I hope you enjoyed it it was an absolute cracker and uh, yeah please share like review give us a review on Spotify on uh, iTunes I think you review it on iTunes I don't fucking know fuck Apple I don't like Apple and uh, yeah tell your mates about it um, about what goes down in uh, these parts in this parish and uh, it all makes a difference in getting the podcast out there to a few more people so uh, yeah take care of each other okay stay safe and as ever fuck the Tories and fuck Nick Hancock I'll see you back here in a bit. Top five side ones. Track one. You've been listening to the Track One Side One podcast with me, your host, Gaz Jones. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter by searching for Track One Side One podcast to keep fully up to date with all future guests. And there will also be Spotify playlists linked to each episode. So please check all that out. And I'll see you soon.